In Hindu epics, each and every deity used to travel through their specific vehicle. As we know, the vehicle of Lord Shiva is a Nandi bull, whereas Lord Ganesha used to travel on a mouse. Lord Indra has a Ravat, a white elephant, to travel around, and Goddess Saraswati has a beautiful peacock to roam around. Similarly, Lord Vishnu has a specific vehicle as Garud. But do you know how and why Garud was chosen by Lord Vishnu as his vehicle? Come, let us give you some insight on the story behind Lord Garud becoming a mount of Lord Vishnu. In Satyug, among many wives of sage Kashyap, Kadru and Vinita were the daughters of Prajapati Daksha. In comparison to the elder sister Vinita, Kadru was more cunning and mean. Consequently, the hatred began between the two. As some legends state that in order to have children, they both asked for a boon to sage Kashyap. Where Kadru asked for 1000 Dirgadeha Nagas, that is, long-bodied serpents as her children. And Vinata asked for only two Divyadeha, which would be as strong as those 1000 children of Kadru. As per the boon, they both laid eggs. Kadru had 1,000 dark poisonous Nagas and Vinata had two extremely strong sons named Garud and Arun. Once Kadru dared Vinata to identify the colour of Uchi Shrava's tail, who was the divine white horse, emerged from the churning of ocean. The tail of the horse was white and Vinata asserted it right. But Kadru cunningly misled her when she instructed her sons, the dark Nagas, to coil around the tail of the horse, which gave the impression that the tail is black, due to which Vinata lost the challenge. As a result, Vinata had to become the slaves for Kadru and the Nagas. According to some other legends, after receiving the boon of having children, the eggs of Kadru hatched early releasing a thousand Nagas, among which the Kalya, Sheshnag, Takshak, Vasuki were born. However, Vinata's eggs took a long time to hatch, by which she was jealous of Kadru and became impatient to see her own children. Being restless, soon she tried to crack one of her eggs. As a result, a child was born premature, with a half-formed body who was known as Arun. Looking at his own body, Arun cursed Vinata, his own mother, that she would serve her sister Kadru and her children as a slave. And if she does not break the second egg, then only her second son would be able to free her from this curse. By saying that, Arun flew away and it is believed that he became the charioteer of Sun God. As per the curse, Vinata became the slave of her own sister Kadru. After a long wait, the second egg broke. The time came when Garud, a magnificently huge and glorious child, was born through the egg. When Garud understood the situation about his mother being slaved to Kadru and the Nagas, he got worried and desperately wanted to free her from the slavery. He asked them to free Vinata. In return, they demanded Amrit Kalash, that is, the pot of nectar from heaven. Garud wondered about the situation if the Nagas would drink the nectar and become immortal. Still, he agreed to the Nagas and went to the heaven 
as he was worried about his mother getting harassed by Kadru and the Nagas. He had to deal with many obstacles in between the way of reaching the pot. He was very strong, powerful and wide awake to attack any danger. He had a divine power through which he could transform himself in any form. As soon as he reached heaven, Lord Indra himself with all the other deities predicted the future of the world if the Nagas would have the nectar. So, they never wanted Garud to have the nectar. Consequently, a fight arose between the gods and Garud for the nectar pot. But the mighty and powerful Garud defeated all the gods with his sharp beak and the huge vigorous wings. As he moved ahead, he saw the huge blazing fire of a circle created by the gods around the pot of nectar. But it extinguished quickly when Garud drank the water of many rivers and splashed it on the fire. This wasn't the only hurdle he had to face. The pot was guarded by the two enormously huge serpents to whom he had to defeat. These snakes were very poisonous and ferocious. But Garud caught them with the claws of his fierce nails and threw them away. He then grabbed the pot of nectar in his beak and flew away. That time, Lord Indra got amused by looking at his divine powers and was pleased by him. So he stopped Garud from giving the nectar to the Nagas and told him to ask for a boon. Garud then asked for a boon in which he wanted the Nagas of Kadru to be his meal for lifelong. He also added that Lord Indra can take back the pot of nectar as soon as he puts it in front of the Nagas. Lord Indra agreed to Garud and let him fly away. Even though he was flying with the pot of nectar, he didn't have a sip of it. He was very loyal and humble to his words as he only wanted to free his mother through the violence of the Nagas. Lord Vishnu, on the other hand, was very pleased by looking at his honesty, bravery and a devoting nature towards his mother. Hence, when Garud was flying back, Lord Vishnu appeared in front of him and told him to ask for a boon. Garud was astonished and blessed by looking at the divine Lord Vishnu. As a boon, he asked to be immortal without having a sip of the nectar. Lord Vishnu accepted it and asked him to be his vehicle, by which Garud felt blessed and blissfully agreed to be the vehicle of Lord Vishnu. He then went to his land with the pot of nectar. The Nagas were thrilled by looking at the pot. In the greediness of having the nectar, they freed Vinata as per their words. As soon as Garud kept the pot in front of the Nagas, suddenly Lord Indra appeared and took the pot of nectar and vanished. This is how Garud released his mother Vinata from the curse of Arun. According to the boon of Lord Vishnu, he soon became his mount. Since then, he is seen everywhere with Lord Vishnu as his vehicle. Garud is typically portrayed as a defender who can move quickly anywhere with a constant guard. He is considered as the most powerful, intelligent and honest vehicle among all the vehicles of other gods. <laughs>